Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. You know, Luca Nation, happy Monday. Let's kick off another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Cage is doing this episode from the train. Train ride home. He looks like Bane. He's about to take over the entire train and flip it. Um, but I want to talk about something. That's and this not is something very nice of you. I'm going to break your back. <laughs> I want to kick off today's episode with something I've learned in my life. And I want to see where if this kind of hits a spot with you. Yesterday's game, the Buck Saints, they got mm-hmm. destroyed. Destroyed. And and you know. I'm someone, and we're investors, we're speculators, we're gamblers. We're always trying to make sense of things, right? We're trying to understand why does a card go up? Why does a card go down? Why is the Pokemon market going up? Um, Why did this card crash? Whatever. We're always trying to understand, rationalize. And, And something I've learned is to move on because some things just don't make sense. And that's what I chalk up yesterday's game to. Like, looking at that game, the Bucks. Everything was pointing to a revenge game. They have all their guys back and healthy. They're, the, the Saints typically don't play well outdoors. Breeze doesn't play well. Everything was pointing to the Bucks having at least a competitive game, right? Uh, coming down to the last field goal overtime. And to get blown out like that is frankly super embarrassing. But I, I think the lesson that I took is sometimes things in life just don't make sense. And you don't need to understand them or explain them. You just need to move on. What do you think of that, Cage? I like it. Kind of want to move on and uh, get fixed today. Okay. It's been an interesting week, man. It's been a very interesting week. I'd love to get back to our grass roots here and get back to our roots of, uh, you know, finding some plays for people and making some money. Okay. Well, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So, listen, NBA draft is coming soon, guys. So, got uh, what day is today? November 9th? You got nine days. Basically, the draft is next week, right? It's November 18th, the draft. Um, so, that's going to be front and center, right square in people's minds. You're talking about uh, a month before the season starts. Yes, sir. Yeah. draft you have free agency you have now literally now because that draft happens and lead up to the draft prism released you know the draft uh prism apple cards last week i've already seen it run up you talked about luca lucas cards have already gone up trades cards are starting yep. to go back up we used to talk we talked about buying them you know close to 400 they're now 500 you know the base is in 10 um you know we talked about buying even you know lower level Devontae Graham type players and those cards have gone up so what I tried to do was try to find a guy that I thought had some upside for folks that you could still buy relatively cheap either in a raw a PSA 10 a uh you know a a um, maybe even the silver raw silver PSA 10 because maybe at the time that um that this thing was broken people weren't grading so i went back to 2017 prism mm. and uh the donovan mitchell action jason okay. Tatum action. keep going keep going bam bam adebayo keep action going. Uh, keep going because what you're doing is you're making my point for me because yes that's what everybody looked for in 2017 but my guy averaged over 20 points and over 10 rebounds this past year wow he's a big yep. man DeAndre Ayton? 
No, you could say he's a big man. He's not. That's 2018, and he has gotten better every year since he's come into the league. Now he has a little bit of a little bit of the shine came off this year because of this. This will give it away. He had a little bit of suspension. No, and that will be the rookie this year. So 2017 prison, this guy's rookie. Everybody thinks the Hawks. Everybody thinks Trey Young. I'm going to give you John Collins. Now, Ooh, I like this play a lot. I'm going to tell you, man. sneaky, right? And also, so far under the radar because the Hawks haven't really been good, but that's going to change. Everybody's investing in Trey Young, and, and that's well warranted. You guys all know I have a whole bunch of Trey Young cards. But the thought with Trey Young is he's going to keep getting better. That team will keep getting better. All the young pieces. John Collins' rookie year. He averaged 10.5 and 7. His second year, 19.5, 9.8. This past year, obviously, in only 41 games, 21.6, 10.1. Field goal percentage, 58.3%. Yes, they had Clint Capella. Yes, the shine came off a little bit on him when uh, when they um, he got popped for a growth hormone, I think, with 25, 25 games. Mm-hmm. But he came back, and I think he had like 27 points in his first game back. To me, I don't think anybody cares about that minor 25-game suspension in basketball. Um, and why I pick him is I think he'd still get him cheap. People are not looking at him as that stud. But this is a guy who, I mean, if you play fantasy, he should be on your radar for an early round, early round uh, player. I'm not talking about a first-round pick, but, but he finished last season. So most fantasy leagues over mm-hmm. 12 teams. He finished last season ranked 12th in per-game fantasy value. Yep. And seven over the final 18 games, where he averaged almost 25 points on 62, 49, 79 shooting splits, 10.1 rebounds, two assists, two block plus steals, and he played 36.8 minutes during that span, right? So so the guy, he's legit. You could potentially, based on last year's um, numbers, be talking about him as a late first, early second round fantasy pick, and yet he gets no run. He gets no play. He gets no hobby love at all. And I was look, I love Devontae Graham, but I was shocked when I did my research on this guy, and his prices are right around Devontae Graham's pricing, with significantly less population, although people are grading this guy. People are onto it, so he's not, you know, a complete and total unknown, yep. but this week, you can get his his PSA 10 Prism card for between $100 and $125. And his silver is not that much more. I saw the last one sold just over $300. Um, I'm sure those are going to go up because people are going to start looking at the back. But this is a guy who, you know, he already did it. He's already done it. He's averaging 2010. He's on the upswing. His team is on an upswing. And um, look, I saw uh, the end of October. For 500 bucks, I think it was 530 in the PWCC auction. One of his blue prism PSA 10s at $199 is off $530. Try finding a, a, a tray for for six let's, times that. Let, let's, you know? let's, ta- let's tango a little bit here. Yep, please. Two, we- two weeks into the season, the Hawks are 14 and three. Trey's mm-hmm. putting up 30, 10, and three. And John Collins is putting up 24 and 10. What card of his do you think appreciates the most? Is it the silver? Is it the the base? And these are all in PSA 10s. Is it the base PSA 10, the silver PSA 10, or the blue PSA 10? Uh Right. So, I mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to find a blue. I love the blues because they are. But for a guy like this, if you're looking at it like, I'm going to buy it now, 
and a couple weeks into the season, he's having a good run, the Hawks are good, and I want to sell it, I think you're fine with either the base or the right. silver in PSA 10. I think you're fine with raw cards, if that's what you think. I'm, 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 I actually think this guy is a good long-term hold. And if you're looking at it for a long-term hold, I'll say this with everyone, whether it's a Luca, Trey, you know, whoever it is, you buy a numbered rookie, ultimately that's going to win out yeah. over the non-numbered rookie cards. But if you're looking to buy a couple, you're looking to spend 100 or $125 right now, I think this is a guy you – look, no offense, of course, but I don't think you can get a Tyler Hero. I don't think you can get – if you get two of this guy's PSA 10s for one Tyler Hero, I know Hero is great, right? But what's Hero's card sell for? Two? Two twenty, two twenty-five, change, double, double yeah, this guy's price. So I mean, and so there's no way he's double the value yeah. of, of John Collins, dude. John Collins is a savage. Let me tell, let me ask he's you a this, good player. Uh, yeah, I'll ask Luca Nation. How many big men? And he, I wouldn't say he's a big man, but he's a power forward. Uh, right. Remember the old classic two thousands power forward. Remember when that used to be a thing? It's not even a real thing anymore. I used to oh. love the Kevin Garnett power forward, but this guy's shooting forty percent from three. 40% from three and 80% from the free throw line. How many mm-hmm. big men do you know do that? Yep. That's that's tough to stop. And that's why I've got that concern. Look, I don't know what's going to happen with the draft. I don't know if they're going to trade. I don't think they're going to trade their pick. I've talked about, I've heard a lot of rumors and things might change. Or Capella is going to take away some of the inside. But a guy like this can move to the outside and have success and shoot more three and yeah. shoot them well. So you might actually see his points go up because of that. So it's interesting. Really big fan. I, I think he's a demon deacon. Uh, he, what's, DeAndre Hunter is a guy they drafted out of UVA uh, but John Collins man I think they drafted him one year before DeAndre really big on him great play Cage really like this this is such a sneaky play um, I like it a lot by the way he is he's a Wake Forest demon deacon but Hunter demon was deacon. DeAndre Hunter was two years later Hunter two was years last year yep. UVA, UVA guy Yep. Um, you know, they're really good at running that offense there. <laughs> um, I, I want to give you a double play here. So my play, and it's going to piggyback a little bit on what you, you said here. Uh, as we're about a month, a month and change out from next season, I personally, and again, I, I'd love to hear what you think here. I'm a sell the hype kind of guy. I'm not someone that's going to be holding a lot of prison based PSA 10s into the start of season. I'm someone, you know, remember watching The Last Dance? Actually, Jordan Price's peaked right before the documentary launched, which was unbelievable. Uh, I sell those Prism PSA 10s before. But you know what I think is a really big lagging measure or a lagging card? The select courtside PSA 10s. Beautiful cards. It's beautiful. They're beautiful cards. So my play today, and I, I love this, some Sometimes I give a player, I give a lease. Today, it's find your own. And John Morant is one that I, I've been looking at. Like a John Morant courtside, let's say you're a believer in Ja long-term, right? There's not a ton of courtsides graded. There's not a lot out there. Sometimes there's 10, 15 PSA 10s. John Morant courtsides are six, 700 bucks. Tyler Hero courtsides are 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Well, let's compare that to the Prism PSA 10, which has thousands graded. It's, it's a no-brainer. So if what I would be doing right now is I would be gearing up to sell the hype on the Prism PSA 10s and move some money into a guy you believe in. This is up to you. You could choose. You know who your guy is. We all have our own guy. Into a courtside PSA 10. I think it's a beautiful card. I think it's kind of turned into that long-term investment vehicle in a lot of ways. 
the silver is if you can get the silver, man, the silver court sides are unbelievable. The silver court side Luca is probably a twenty thousand dollar card. Um, I think it's really the long term hold for a lot of investors in the space. Um, but that base court side, I think it could demand a premium if you're holding long term, if you're holding one, two, three years out. And it's because so let me ask you now, so I'm now talking you. Would you prefer that select? Would you prefer the court side over, let's call it a prism number? Let's say a blue out of 199 or a red out of 299, depending upon who it is and what the team colors are and that kind of stuff? No. But, and that's a good point, by the way. Um, you have seen team color really demand a little bit of an interesting premium. Uh, no, not, not even close. Th- those are cards are in a category of themselves. But I will buy a courtside if it's slightly more expensive than a Prism PSA 10. And if it's two, $300 cheaper than the silver, that's pretty interesting to me. Because it's basically like um, I'm buying like an alter, you know, like the ball behind the back cards or the ball under the leg cards. Yep. Those are kind of cool. And we should actually do an episode to talk about those because th- those variations are really interesting. The, the and they're also SP retail variants, right? Like, you know. Yeah. I like those, but but oftentimes that courtside is kind of just like um, it's a slightly it's like a variation of the green in a lot of ways, right? Like the green used to be a bit of a premium price, um, but the, it's so SP. They're so low pop, where it's basically do I want to get two Prism PSA tens of a guy or the courtside? I'll take the courtside over those two Prism PSA tens, especially if I believe in the guy long term. Uh, I don't love how much population, how much pop is out there on the Prism PSA 10s. So why don't I hold the same player in a really nice card in a release? First of all, that is more beautiful, uh, but it has a fraction of the population. So th- that's when I would buy it. What do you think? This is mostly for your Prism analysis for the last couple of years, right? You're not saying go sell your uh, your Kawhi 2012 yeah. Prism and buy a select card, right? You're just talking about it specifically because of the population play of the most recent years of basketball where there's thousands of PSA for these guys, right? Exactly. And and you're, what you're going to see in these next couple of weeks, like I went in to look at a guy named Kobe White. Is it Kobe or Colby? Colby, right? Uh, but I, I went Col- in to look at Colby White's price. Well, differently than um i went in to look at his prices and they haven't dropped they're actually starting to trend up i think i i think i lost you you're with me so they started to trend up and i'm thinking like well i'm not gonna pay 200 bucks for a kobe white prison psa 10 like i'm just not he hasn't played he hasn't proven anything but if i was to start investing why don't i go look at the court side which has a fraction of the pop so it's in these next few weeks, you're going to start seeing these cards of uh, NBA rookies or sophomore third-year players start trending up in the prism. Take a look at the court side because that's not going to move as quickly. But there's less pop, so they'll move fast. So your goal is, you know, you can buy those before they move up while everybody yep. else is looking prism. You look here. Exactly. Do you have more than one play? Or is that the one major play? Just find your guy and go with the court side. My major play is sell the hype, which is don't <laughs> like hold it. prison PSA tents into the off into the regular season. 
sure, they might keep going up a little bit, but you're going to have an opportunity to rebuy, sell them on the hype, take your cash, and sit on the sidelines as season starts like a Cobra and start catching trends like we were talking about. Uh, right, right now, it's all hype, and I love making money on hype, taking money off the table, and then rebuying in later. Is this for everybody? Like, would you recommend that same strategy for like a Trey, even though he's already been six and change for his PSA 10 and now it's only five? Would you hold him into the season waiting for him to score 40 points potentially a game? Well, it depends. I mean, I think a lot of the people that follow us probably bought Trey at 375 to 400, him right? True. So true. Even, yep. even the Luca, we'll that, even the Luca we recommended was 1100, now it's 1400. Now, now <laughs> you might think, oh, oh. Well, why would I sell? Well, you're in 30%. You you literally just made 30% on your investment without a guy ever stepping foot on the on the court. That's delicious. <laughs> if you could just churn out 30% over and over and over again, man, you're going to be a millionaire. So yeah, I, I, I love 30% gains when my guy doesn't even step foot on the court. I like it. So, I mean, here, here, guys, even, even the top flight guys, they're starting to move their way back up once they start to get to that, uh, that preseason frenzy, that hype over the next couple of weeks. Andrew's telling you to take some money off the table, and I, I kind of agree, although we'll see. I mean, well, we have plenty of trade. If, 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 <laughs> if they're math, you're a different case. But if you're a math guy, right, yep. the, the entire equation changes the day the season starts. Your risk, your risk threshold, your, it's just different. Now there's way more risk inserted into the equation with maybe as much upside. Right now, there's very minimal risk, if any at all, with the same amount of upside. So I think about that stuff a lot. So let me slip the question. Let me flip the question the other way. I think Collins is a good buy now, and you might be able to sell him before the season starts to get a month and a half. Right? Do you think that guys who have started to go up are no longer buys? You think that, that that we're too late? We've been telling people to get on the basketball trend during the baseball playoffs, and obviously we told people about trade was four hundred, not five. Have, have has everyone gone up? You think that that you know now it's too late for people to buy basketball if they want to try to capitalize this and sell in a couple of weeks? I think my play Collins has not jumped yet. It's gone up a little, but it hasn't jumped yet. I think it's going to be significantly more you, in a couple of weeks. Collins is incredibly under the radar. I haven't heard one single media account talk about Collins. Like even a little bit. Like I, right. I haven't. Right, we bring heard, them to you. It's true. <laughs> I haven't even heard media accounts that love Trey talk about Collins, who's literally the guy who is probably the second best player on that team. They, they talk about Cam Reddish. Yep. They, they, they actually Cam Reddish is the second best player on the team. He is not. I'm telling you guys, if you're in Cam Reddish, get your money out while you can. The guy is is bad. He's very bad. A little bonus he, play still. Dude, I watched all of the Duke games <laughs> when he was with the team with Zion and RJ. Imagine being in college, having Zion and RJ on your team and still not being very good as a player. You get you get literally wide open lanes to the bucket. The guy is horrible. I, I, I've ne- and he's a Philly guy. He's from Norristown, PA, by the way, which is kind of cool. Normally, but no, not a normally big... you give those guys the benefit of the doubt. Right, well, he's just not very good. A lot of stuff packed in here, right, guys? John Collins has not gone up yet. I think it'll be too late to buy him soon because I think he's going to continue to improve. And he'll improve on a 20, 21 point, 10, 11 rebound season. You're talking about a guy who is an all star. Who's going to start getting that name recognition? A guy who, who, if you just look at the points for fantasy per game last year, is a first round pick in fantasy. So 
people are going to start doing those fantasy drafts, and you, you know, you'll start hearing Young Cohen's name talked about as a sleeper this year, as a you know somebody who puts up points every year and is getting better and better going into his fourth season. Um, I'll, I'll jump on him if you can. But the better plays for today are look for court size. Try to flip one and a half or two of your prison base into a court side because those are going to be the better long-term investments on guys that you like. Um, get rid of Cam Reddish. <laughs> so, 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 I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my so, prediction with, with John Collins. He's going you, – you know how like right around this – well, this is going to be weird. They might do away with the All-Star game, but let, let's assume – you know how they start talking about guys who are going to make the All-Star game? He's going to be one of those guys. He's going to get snubbed because he's still young next year, that's when you sell. But he's going to be in the conversation for the All-Star game when he puts up his 22.5 points a game on 40% three-point shooting and 10 rebounds. He's going to be in the conversation, no doubt. I like it. Well, listen, Luka Nation, if you happen to be somebody who is subscribed to us, gets your notifications on, and knows when we drop these episodes, you'll be able to jump on the John Collins that are available on eBay now. So we don't ask you guys for anything. We give you the stuff as free as we can. But at the end of these episodes, I tell you the same thing. Thanks for listening. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Subscribe. You know, put your notifications on and, you know, tell tell somebody about us. Um, it's the only way we can continue to grow and continue to bring you the stuff that uh, we bring you every day. Cage, it's been amazing, man. Uh, more and more people are hitting that little airplane, like the little triangle share button, and sharing our posts oh, yeah. to the story. We get more and more each day. Like sometimes I've gotten ten of those, and even the little requests, people share a story that we're not following yet. But point is, if if you find any value, just hit that little airplane, share it to your story, share it to your friend group. Um, that's really the only way that we grow and gain traction. So. If you find any value, please, please, please share. It means the world to us. Uh, that's all. Thank you, guys. That's all. Love it. <laughs> Talk to you guys soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.